Hey, Meg. Hey, Ren, are you going to pretend like you didn't just scold me completely before we hit record? Yeah, because we started recording and she didn't do the normal, like, she goes, hey, Raina. Because you're supposed hey, to do the joke. Well, it doesn't matter. I still do the joke because you forget it. doesn't matter. It's how we have it planned. Hey, Raina. Hey, Meg. Okay, you guys ready for this one? That's another one from Mr. Boo Boo. Of course. Those okay. are just all going to come from Mr. Boo Boo from now on. No, I mean, unless we forget to get them from him. Um, it's kind of a joke, but also, like, it's not a question joke, but you'll get it. Anyways. Okay. Okay. I don't understand why Bigfoot hunters try to lure him out with the mating call. What's their game plan for a Sasquatch? Running full tilt at him with a raging boner? (laughs) Watch our one more. Okay. We're going to try one more. (laughs) So there are reports of UFO sightings and alien abductions in North America right now. They're only abducting people with large penises. You guys don't have anything to worry about, but I just wanted to say the spaceship is super cool on the inside. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I can tell you that those jokes do coincide with what we're talking they about do. today, Megan. They do. What are we talking about today, Raina? Well, we decided that we are going to do a show called... Encounters. Encounters, okay. where we go on Reddit and we find different threads of people who have had real life encounters that they're sharing, and we read them to y'all, and we can all okay. kind of decide together if we think they're read, discuss, real fake. I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of them are real because I believe people. There's shit that happens. Who knows? So, hello and welcome to Lunatic Soup, the podcast where we go into all things wild, weird, and unknown. We're your host Meg, and I'm Raina. Ready to brew up some Lunatic Soup? Let's go. Breathe, Meg. Breathe. I feel like we're struggling. I, who's we? You got a mouse in your pocket? I'm good over here. You're not. No, I'm not. You guys, this is probably the latest we've ever recorded. It is, it is 8.59. It's almost 9 p.m. We tried to record earlier, but then we Meg were hungry. made me go out to dinner with her. Excuse you. You made me. <laughs> no. Hey, Raina, have you eaten? No. Have you eaten? No. Okay, we need to eat. Meg goes, should we eat dinner? I said, Probably. <laughs> So we went out to dinner with Mr. Boo Boo. Mr. Boo Boo, not Mrs. Boo Boo. And then he got, I guess I am Mrs. Boo Boo. So I did go to dinner with Mrs. Boo Boo. Apparently. But we went out, we had a cider, we talked. He we got, got called more ciders. Into work. He got called into work, so here we are. My kids are at my mom's house. My so. kids are at home in bed with my husband. They're not alone. We should be at home in bed too, but here we are recording. We keep second guessing ourselves right now, but uh, all right, I let's know. do this. Let's get a cider. All right. We haven't had this cider before. It's called Yonder Hard Cider. I think it's out of Washington. Mm-hmm. Where? Oh, Pacific Northwest, Washington, USA. I've read that. Um, it is a... 6.5. 6.5. 5. 6.5% alcohol. It is a bright and light refreshing with a bite of bittersweet apples. One pint. All right, ready? One, two, three. Ooh, she a big one. We got them in our um, sour slut cups, guys. It looks really good. Well, I'm not going to fit it all. Okay. All right. Very dry. Whoa. Yeah. But it's really good. Mm-hmm. Super dry. Delightful. 
spilled. Was you spilled on yourself? Uh-huh. Sure did. Right in your lap. Uh-huh. Oh, no, And my new lunatic soup t-shirt. Don't do that. Shit. Oh, God, now you're <laughs> dropping shit. Good Lord. Someone, someone stop her. Somebody SOS over here. It's fine. It's fine. I don't do well. I don't do well after eight o'clock. Oh, same. My brain stops functioning. And also, the worst yeah. part is that we're reading stories that Meg and I just pulled up, and neither one of us have like we... fully read the stories. I just we no. just like glimpsed this them off the cuff. Can I have some? Can I make mine a sour slut, please? Would you like some wine? Oh yes, please. See, we were gonna do a different episode, like uh-huh. one that I actually researched and had written out, but I just did not feel like it tonight. Well, in my mental capacity was it just wasn't the right night i think this will be fun though encounters we've wanted to do an encounter one for a little bit so and it's fun because it was like this is totally off the cuff we came up with it while we were at dinner tonight Mm -hmm. and i kind of feel like those things sometimes end up being the best and with the lime oh it's with the lime you guys so this one needs to be a sour slut if you're on board the the yonder that one's it's a really good dry cider like a Mm. really good one oh but with the lime oh she's refreshing especially it is hot Okay, so we each picked a topic. Who's going first? Do we, do we rock, paper, scissor? Yeah. All right, ready? Wait, are we going rock, paper, scissor, then rock, paper, scissor, shoot? Rock, paper, scissor, shoot, shoot. and we go on shoot. Okay. Hold. Oh. Okay, ready? Oh. Okay. okay, ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissor, shoot. I oh, win. you motherfucker. I so win. does that mean I go first? No, that means I go first. Oh, okay, good. I didn't want to go first. <laughs> Why don't we just start with that? <laughs> Continue. So we each picked a topic. Mm-hmm. I picked aliens, alien encounters. You picked. I picked Bigfoot because I think those are two of our favorite-ish I think so. things with each other. Like I Which love. I would have been the one who would have normally picked Bigfoot. I don't know how this happened. No, but I love Bigfoot. I've always loved Bigfoot. Bigfoot is like the one cryptid that I know and love and will. I share that cryptid love that you have it with Bigfoot. Aliens terrify me. Bigfoot's Bigfoot. I mean, I think it's real. I don't want to encounter it. You don't want to encounter any of them. Well, any of duh. the things we talk about, you do not want to encounter. Well, no shit. I do. Because something's wrong and you're upstairs. Probably. <laughs> so, my first story is the story of the Allagash alien abductions. Okay. It was August 11th, 1976. There were four friends. Pete, Karen, Charles Balduck, Rick Deckard, and Jack Smith. And they were canoeing and camping in the Allagash Wilderness Waterway in Maine. Mm-hmm. Back to Maine. What, what was it in Maine? The Spectre Moose. Oh, the Spectre Moose we was in Maine. Spectre yep. Moose in Maine. Um, they were all experienced outdoorsmen, and they had been planning this trip for months. They, <clears throat> so they knew what they were doing. They were very well experienced outdoorsmen. This was a very planned trip. They knew the terrain, all that stuff. On the night of August 11th, the friends were sitting around the campfire and they were telling stories and talking about their plans for the future. Suddenly, they saw a bright light in the sky. The light was moving slowly and getting closer to them. The friends all got up to get a better look, and when it stopped, it just hovered there about 100 feet above them. Question, mm-hmm. were they drinking? I, I mean, if you're around a fire at night, wouldn't you be drinking? Most likely, unless they were like at church camp. It doesn't sound like they were at church camp. Well, then I'm assuming they were probably drinking. So, well, unless they were out like, I don't know, even hunters would be out there drinking, most uh-huh. likely. I guess it just depends on the people. But yes, I would I would assume one would be drinking. That's something to take into consideration. It is. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the friends were all very scared, but they were also curious. Mm-hmm. So it's like you and me. You scared me curious. I know. I feel like in that situation, I would, I would too be curious. I would be terrified, but I also would be intrigued. Okay. In that situation, I would actually, like, push comes to shove, I would have fear in my body. Yes, okay. I as long as you can acknowledge it. I would have in my body, but I still would want to, oh, but what is it? Yeah. Yeah, you'd want to know. Yes. They started talking about what it could be, and then they heard a noise. It was a high-pitched sound, and it was coming from the light. Oh. It was got so loud that it started to hurt their ears. Mm-hmm. So sounds like this thing, whatever it was, knew that they were there. Right. Mm-hmm. The next thing they knew, they were all being pulled up into the light. They didn't have any control over their bodies, and they were being dragged up to the sky. That kind of is like that picture you see where the, the beam yeah. of light is coming down. And, and then like, someone's like laying back and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Now that, now, I, now I'm scared. Yeah. That, uh, now I'm I, scared. If, if I'm being pulled towards any kind of light, I think I'd be scared. If I don't have control over my body, yeah, that's I'm scared. terrifying. They said that they were taken aboard the craft and they were subjected to a medical examination. Oh, is, is this where we get weird? Oh my God, apparently. Is this where we get Let's weird? go. Ooh. The aliens were small with big heads and big black eyes. They were wearing suits and they had strange instruments. Sounds like the greys. Yeah. Like the little little greys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's like your typical. I mean, for those of you who are not into UFOs, I guess, there are definitely like aliens that are already categorized or like. Oh, yeah. There's different species of aliens. Species that are like people who have been abducted. There is a definite, like, uniform thing that they experience depending on the species mm-hmm. that abducts them, like the looks, the everything. So yeah, there's I a few of them. The greys are kind of the most... Most common. Common. Those the are the ones that, common. if I were to guess the hobgoblins... Yeah, I agree. ...would be the greys. I yeah. agree. Um, and then there was one I just saw this last week. Have you heard of Jared or J-Rod? The alien? Mm-mm. That one's creepy. Like the long fingers, the real tall. Yeah, that's I think what people think of when they most think of aliens are like the really tall, like from mm-hmm. ones from Signs, that movie Signs yeah. with Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. this, that's what J-Rod yeah. kind of looks like. Yeah. Jared. Yeah. Jared the alien. Jared, J-Rod. J-Rod, Jared. Jared. Anywho, oh, the accents came There out. it is, guys. We tried. There it is. Oh, you God. Know, How we long did we make it into this podcast? We thought we could do it, but we I'm could sorry, not. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> The examinations didn't hurt, but they were very strange. The aliens were taking samples of their blood, and they were examining their organs. They were also asking them questions, but they couldn't understand what they were saying. When I first read that, I'm like, well, how did they speak English? I mean. But they didn't. But what I've heard is telepathic, that they, like, can communicate in your brain. Maybe they just have Google Translate. They could. Maybe they invented Google Translate. Well, they probably fucking did. I mean, there's the theories that, like, all of our technology comes from extraterrestrials. Yeah. But except for they forgot how to go to the moon. Okay, this has been a discussion for, like, the last week about the moon landing. Yeah. If you were on conspiracy TikTok of any kind, oh, drink, y'all. We said the TikTok. But. That's a very refreshing cider. Mm, It's really good. But there is, like, all these theories about the moon landing of, like, when you watch stuff about it, and you're like, how did they do this? Or why, how do they have footage of this? Or there's so many things yeah. that you, it makes you start to question it a little bit. And then you're just down a rabbit hole. Yeah, a deep rabbit hole. Deep rabbit hole. And then you're like, wait, I always known this to be true. But also, we've known a lot life. to be true, and I feel like, you know. What is life? Who knows? 
And then we got into the alternate dimension talk. That's another one for another day. That was too much for my brain. Well, we're still working on an episode for that. And I've had to stop multiple times. And when I say we, I mean you. My brain. Yeah, I can't even handle it. Anyways, all right, go. Um, After a while, the aliens released them. They took them back to their campsite and they left. The friends were all very shaken up, but they were also relieved to be alive. Obviously. I'd be happy. It's always a relief to be alive. Mm -hmm. Um, They never saw the aliens again, but they never forgot what happened that night. It was the most terrifying experience of their lives. Yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. The Allagash abduction case is one of the most well-documented alien abduction stories in history. Wow. The friends all passed lie detector tests, which jury's out on lie detector tests. Yeah. You know. But still, the fact that all of them passed it, I still feel like that's that's pretty... I don't know. I feel like that says something. Yeah, and if they all told similar stories. Well, if their stories never changed. That's true. Like, there are so many people who are good at even just being a human lie detector, you know? Well, then it says here their story has been corroborated by other witnesses. So they, that, to me, that says that they went home, they told their individual Mm -hmm. families, friends about it, and they all corroborated that it was the same story. Yeah, yeah. In the years since the abduction, the friends have written books and given interviews about their experiences. They have also created a foundation to help other people who have been abducted by aliens. Yep. Because once you get abducted, you are ostracized. Yeah. Well, and then, like, you're immediately people think you're crazy. That is like. Yeah. So you have to find other people who have had similar experiences. Exactly. Exactly. The Allagash abduction is a fascinating and mysterious case. There is no one definitive answer to what happened to the four friends that night, but their story continues to fascinate and intrigue people to this day. Dang. That was a good one. That was a really good one. I feel like that one. was a really good one. That was a really good one. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, do we want to go with one of mine now? Bigfoot. So I will say I just went on Reddit and I typed in, you know, Bigfoot encounters. Mm-hmm. And this one website came up with a bunch of these are true life stories that people have written in about. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll give credit to the website. It's called Phantoms and Monsters. Um and I easily came up with three stories in about 30 seconds Perfect. of these. So This could be a really good series where we just pull stories. I know. from Because re- like, it is. It's like we... From I the think, interwebs. And I think we've been asking our listeners and friends and, you know, what people like to listen to. And we find that the stories are the really stories. ones that... And I also personally... I like listening to stories. So I don't feel like it's a bad thing. No, it's not at all. Um, but we all know that I am not the storyteller, guys. So, you know, bear with me. Um, so this one was published on July 11th, 2023, but it is called Little Pipe. It was like last week. Yeah. Little Pipe Creek Bigfoot chases teens and creates havoc. Okay. So this happened when I was 15 years old back in 1979. Okay. okay. So someone so just submitted this ago. story, but they are, but they submitted it, but it was from back, back in the day. So it doesn't matter how long ago an incident like this occurs because once it does, the trauma burns into your brain. I was at Little Pipe Creek in a small town of Flora, Indiana, where I grew up. It was just a mile or so from where the creek empties into the Wabash River. My friends and I hung out there every day during the summer. It was late afternoon and we had just arrived at our spot. As we approached the creek, I looked up at a tree and about 100 feet away, it had a figure in it. It had long brown hair and it was swinging from limb to limb. It was just me. (laughs) You don't have brown hair, though. Maybe back then. Oh, man. Good natural colors. <laughs> You're bleach blonde now. <laughs> I am not. I know. <laughs> but it was straight up and down, about six feet tall. I'm there with my two other friends. 
When I notice the figure say, I say, what is that? It's not a monkey, but it's swinging like a monkey and it's not human either. Back then we didn't know what Bigfoot was and the sighting lasted a good five minutes. Wait, back then we didn't know what Bigfoot was? This is, I, no. This is all I'm hearing. Maybe they just live in the middle of nowhere. Maybe in, where was it, Iowa? Indiana. 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 So in Indiana, they don't know what the Bigfoot when is. When was like the big fake Bigfoot? Well, like the one, the guy who made. That was way before. Let's see. Was it? Yeah, because it was. Famous Bigfoot sighting. 1955. Okay. So. 25 years after. We'll 24 see, years guys. after. So we were sitting there watching it. I had no fear in me at all. And then all of a sudden, I just had the most fear I've ever felt in my life. And I told my friends, we got to go. We have to go right now. I think Bigfoot or whatever. And that was his quote. And then he's saying, I think Bigfoot or whatever somehow put the sense of fear in me. The sensation was sudden and strong. We take off up a nearby hill and head home. I'm going faster than my friends. And I'm up in the weeds and scared. And my friend says, go, go, go. A man is chasing us. A man is chasing us. And I thought he was joking. I looked around at his face, and I've never seen such a look of fear in someone's face before. We lived about half a mile away, and when we got home, I go, a guy was chasing us, and he goes, well, it looked like a man, but it was big and hairy. Oh. We were scared to return to the spot, but a few weeks later, we gathered the courage to walk back to the creek, and when we got there, I looked, it looked like a bomb had gone off. Several of the small to medium trees were uprooted and tossed into the creek, Ooh. but the first thing we noticed as we approached was the unmistakable odor of decay and death. We looked at the destruction as we stood several yards away from the creek. That was when we noticed the source of the stench. There was at least three dead deer carcasses and several small dead animals throughout the site. We were getting ready to leave after only a few minutes, and then I started to get this strong, sudden urge to run from that area. And that is when we heard the horrific scream coming from the surrounding woods. We instinctively ran towards home, and that was the last time we ever went back to the location. Several years later, I had moved away, and I ran into one of my friends who had experienced the incident with me. He stayed in Florida, got married, and built a house. He told me that the big hairy man had been seen and reported along the Pipe Creek by other witnesses. Was it a Bigfoot? I believe so. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. One of the things that stands out to me is the destruction, uprooted trees. That's supposed to be a big thing. Another thing is that sometimes I have read Mm -hmm. that Bigfoots... Bigfoots? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bigfoots will take tree, tree stumps, mm-hmm. uproot them, and flip them over to kind of, that's my territory. Right. Type thing. Yeah. So that, that does sound. And the multiple animal carcasses, too. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. So. Could it have been a bear? Could have been a bear. Could it have been a different kind of cryptid? Could have been. Like. There's no grizzly bears in Indiana. I mean, because a, a brown bear wouldn't, or a black bear wouldn't be that. No, and I, I, I am going to admit that I am not a bear professional. All you need to know is bears gonna bear. I know bears are gonna bear. I'm not like mm-hmm. the grizzly man. What is that? Is it grizzly man? Mm-hmm. Where, where that's mm-hmm. from? Bears you know, the man who made friends with the grizzlies up in Alaska, and then he got his ass ate because he went into their house. He went in the bear's house. Don't go in the bear's Don't house. Don't go in the bear's house. So, anyways. I feel like it could have been. I feel like that very much could have been. Yeah. But I feel like the swinging from, tr- like, thing is not typical with a Bigfoot. Another thing? A gorilla? 
Yeah, thousand like percent. Like it could be a gorilla. I don't know how a gorilla would get into Indiana. But you never know. Could Unless have escaped, it escaped a zoo. Well, obviously it would have. Or a escaped. chimpanzee could have looked. Chimpanzees aren't six feet tall. But from a distance, you could. It could have looked. Like you think about your perspective when you're looking at something in a tree. It could have. You yeah, can't but tell. Could a chimpanzee like make all that destruction? Is it big enough? And no, strong probably enough? not. But have you ever heard the stories where it like rips apart their owner when they keep them yeah, in captivity? I have heard that. That's I, terrifying. Yeah. So probably not. I'm just throwing it out there. But either so, way, those are all like along the same grapevine. Bigfoot. Yep. Gorilla. Mm-hmm. Probably Made not a up. chip, guys. Made it up. Made it up. Uh, no, I feel like I'm going I big... Don't, I don't think they would have made... I don't think no, made I don't think up. it's made up. I think I'm going along the Bigfoot. Bigfoot. I mean, I just... That's just me, though. Jury's... Jury's out! No. Apparently. No, the jury's not out. Jury's not out. Well, we We're agree, deciding. Bigfoot. Yeah. But let us know what you guys think. Yeah. All right, Meg. What do you got for us? Oh, we're going to talk about the Travis Walton abduction. All right. November 5th, 1975. Um, Travis Walton was working with six other men on a logging crew in the Apache Sitgraves National Forest in Arizona. I apologize if I said that wrong. The men were cutting down trees when they saw a bright light in the sky. The light was moving slowly and it was getting closer. The men stopped working to watch the light. I feel like that's that's a big thing. Oh, yeah. Light yep. moves slowly, like intentional light, and, not yeah. just like a flash of and something. And it's intentional to get people's attention so they yeah. start to focus. It's almost like they hypnotize them in a way, mm-hmm. I think. Have you, have you, did you ever watch X-Files? When I was younger, I did, yeah. Like, was it the first episode? It might have been the first ever. One of the first episodes with Big Light and the... I can't remember. All I know is it was had Fox Mulder in it. All I know is I went to summer camp with the producer's son. <laughs> Pull that out of your back pocket. I'll just know that part. <laughs> That's really the only thing I really remember about us, so it's fine. <laughs> The light eventually landed in the clearing near the men. Walton got out of the truck to get a closer look at the light. As he approached the light, he was suddenly blinded by a bright flash. When he regained his vision, he was lying on the ground and the light was gone. Hmm. So the flash knocked him out, it sounds like. Knocked him on his butt. Mm-hmm. The other men were scared and confused. They didn't know what had happened to Walton. They searched the area, but they couldn't find him. They eventually called the police, and the police searched the area for Walton, but they couldn't find him either. So wait, Walton, oh, Walton went towards the light. Walton got out of the truck and went towards got the light, it. and they couldn't find him. Uh-oh. Five days later, five days later, Walton reappeared. He was unharmed, but he was also very shaken up. Well, I would say so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> five days? Even if you weren't abducted, you're five days out in the wilderness. Missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. But you know they would have been looking for him. They would have been looking for him. And it doesn't, like, they were, I mean, they were loggers, so they were out in a national forest. So, I mean, he could have gotten lost. Could have. Nobody knows. He told the police and his friends that he had been abducted by aliens. He claimed that they had taken him aboard a UFO and that he had been subjected to medical examination. Always back to the medical examination. Which, if we're being honest, that is one of the most terrifying things to me. Uh, yeah, that's why like, I don't want to fuck with it. I see them from a distance. Okay, but... I don't want to get abducted. I don't want to see them at all, so that's great. But they're there. If you're giving me everything that I want to do on a scale of 1 to 10, I will go ghost hunting all day, every day. I'm not going near any aliens. 
Not at all? No. You don't want to communicate with them? Nope. It scares me. It's the medical tests the that be- just sounds so... Ugh. Oh, God. Ugh. All right. Walton's story was initially met with skepticism, but he passed a lie detector test and was cleared by the FBI. Hmm. Mm-hmm. His case remains one of the most well-known alien abduction stories in history. I feel like they all say that. They do say I that. I feel like they all say Unless that. Unless you like, just keep pulling them, but... Unless I just keep pulling the common ones, but I'd never heard of this one before. No, I've never heard of it either, yeah. Maybe if it's well-known because the FBI has record of it. Maybe that's what dictates it. It's been documented. Yeah, it's been documented. It's been documented Mm -hmm. and not just a hearsay story. Mm -hmm. But if the FBI cleared you, I feel like that's saying something. Yeah, no, I agree. The Travis Walton abduction has been subject to books, movies, and documentaries. Walton himself has written several books about his experience, including Fire in the Sky and The Walton Experience. I kind of want him to go into more in this little blurb about what happened to him on the yeah. spaceship. I mean, yeah. Except he doesn't for, go into that. He just said he was subject to medical But I wonder if, if you researched it somewhere else, if there would be more detail. I bet you there's Pro, more this detail. Is just, this is just like an overview of... Well, this might be one that we could do a deeper dive in and like see oh, if there's more details on that one. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Mm-hmm. The Travis Walton abduction is a fascinating and mysterious case. There's no definitive answer, blah, 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 all the same thing. Dang. All right, you ready for a new one? Big feet. Let's go to the big feet, man. Although I am going to say that I do feel like these alien ones are more convincing to me than the big feet, but we'll find out. Um, This one might be a good one, though. So this one is called Probable Bigfoot Chasing Slash Hunting Deer on Beacon Beacon Mountain in New York. Ooh. Is that near you? Do you know? I don't know. I'm from New York. Okay. Well, I don't know if you know where it is. I don't know. Okay. So I work as a broadcast engineer. One night in September 2015, I received a phone call around 9:30 to 10 ish from an on-duty engineer at our over-the-air signal that had gone out, and we were off the air on our OTA. So the call with several of the other engineers, as well as my boss at the time, we figured out the problem was that the transmitter must have been corrected manually. My boss asked for someone to volunteer to go with him after a few seconds of awkward silence, so I offered. So it there sounds was like a signal that came out. Yes, and when it, they were off air. Off air, so it didn't so they, make sense. So they're like, something's wrong with so our they have transmitter. To go out to the transmitter, yep. and, and the boss figure is it asking out. a volunteer. Yes. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Because was that confusing to you too? I was no, like, it was confusing mm-hmm. to me like, too. I was like, am yeah. I reading this wrong? No, Kay. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so our RF transmitter site was located at the top of Beacon Mountain in Beacon, New York, which was about an hour plus from our station. At the time, I had never been up there, so going up in the middle of the night was a bit spooky. I met my boss and we drove up together. Got to the mountain a little bit before midnight. The road up to the mountain with, with a transmitter site is long, narrow, windy, and a steep dirt road with lots of loose rocks and the drive up and down is a bit scary. I can't emphasize how dark this road is. It was like pitch black. A few times while we were going up, we would see headlights coming towards us of people with their off-roading Jeeps, which wouldn't be as weird if we weren't in the middle of the night. We also saw two different campfires deep in the woods, which I assumed were groups of locals hanging out and drinking. My boss told me that locals hung out here near the transmitter site sometimes and should be avoided as they had a tendency to be sketchy. It didn't seem too sketchy to me, but what I didn't know, but I didn't know because it was my first time. My boss also told me that he never travels the mountain without his gun. He said it's more than the locals. I've seen stuff out here I can't really explain. 
So I did look it up. That is actually just south of where I was born. Okay. In Fishco. My dad worked in Fishco. Okay. So we got to the top to do our transmitter work, close everything up, and start to head back down. As we were heading down, we were at a particularly steep part of the road when you have to ride your brake because the car won't stop till the incline levels out a little. All of a sudden, three deer sprint out in front of us without even looking at our oncoming car because causing us to swerve since we were already riding the brake. And that is a big thing. I grew up in the boonies. Yeah. Like, deer are not great when you're driving. Uh, well, like, I can tell you that I hit a deer in downtown Bellevue one time. Did you? Downtown Bellevue? I was leaving the Bell Square Mall. You know Bell Square Mall? It's like one of the... Yeah, that's okay. like... And... Urban. Urban. And to... A little bit away from it is a big forested area. And I was on my way to where Jenna lived at the time. My friend Jenna. And she had my kids... Because I had a photo shoot and there was a like green belt in the middle of the freeway with a bunch of big bushes and a buck jumped out directly in front of my car, hit it, totaled my car. I was nine weeks pregnant with my youngest. Um, No one stopped to help me. Not a single person. My car was totaled. The buck like gimped off the side of the road. Yeah, good times. Anyways, but that was broad daylight, middle of the day in Bellevue, so you know. That's terrifying. I've almost hit deers on these roads, but I actually we have did a lot hit a deer. Of deer around here. Yeah, we saw one on the right yeah, from our dinner. Yeah, I see them all the time. I yeah. saw two babies the other day. They were so cute. Uh, Anyways, we had moose in New England. Yeah, well, there's there's apparently moose around here too. I've really? Heard. Yeah, someone told me that. I've seen elk. No, oh maybe elk. That's what I've I'm. Seen no, elk. that's what I meant to say. Elk. Yeah, I meant elk. I mean, I know there's moose around here. I've just never seen moose around here. Are there moose around here? I said it, they're but I don't the, know. They're uh, at the Northwest Track. Oh, yeah, it does. So they must be around Probably. Here, right? Who knows? Maybe? They're scary. I don't know. I've seen them in Utah. They, they, you don't fuck with them. We were driving down the highway in, in the middle of the night, pitch black, in Vermont, and all of a sudden there was a bunch of emergency lights. I mean, it was like a massacre. A semi-truck hit a moose. It was blood everywhere. You hit a moose it in a small all, car? Oh, you're dead. Yeah, it's not you who's dead. It's... Or it's not them who said it's you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. For sure. Okay. So the deer sprint out in front of us, and they were not even looking at the oncoming car. caused them to swerve, um, and they hit a rock, which stopped their momentum. His boss instantly turned the car off, and once the sound of the car engine died, we heard something big run on the opposite direction away from the road and up a natural slope of the hill. I shined my flashlight up in that direction, but whatever it was was already out of sight. We could see branches moving and leaves settling from it being disturbed by whatever ran away. I asked my boss if he thought that another deer possibly, or possibly a bear, and he replied, bears run on all fours. Whatever that was ran on two legs, and bears don't hunt deer. Correct. They don't? Uh -uh. I didn't know that. I mean, I've never heard of that. Why would bears not hunt deer? Deer are a lot faster than bears. Well, just because they're slow, but if they got a chance, they would eat them. I mean... Bear's gonna bear. Bear's gonna bear. Anyways. Um, so when we first heard the footsteps, I would estimate that they were close to 10 to 15 feet from the car when it started to run away, but it appeared to be standing over us as there was a natural incline up the mountain. There was a few logical explanations, like that my boss was just trying to scare me, or it was a local walking through the woods, but... Here are a few things to consider. Yes, it could have been a person walking through the woods. Yeah, but what kind of person looks like But why chase the deer? Yeah. And why run away from the car? Also, whatever ran away ran out of sight quickly, like within three to four seconds, starting to run up the hill. This person would have been in the greatest shape 
ever to run up this hill. This also sounded way too big to be a bobcat, mountain lion, or a coyote. My boss is not the kind of guy who would try and scare people. He is very stern, all business type of guy. He seemed pretty rattled by this. I wanted to get off the mountain ASAP. He later confided in me that he thought it may have been a Bigfoot. I ended up going, going back up the mountain many more times before leaving my job for a new one, and I never saw or heard anything like that. However, I never went back after sunset. I no longer work for the company, and this company no longer owns the transmitter site, so I will likely have no other reasons to go back. I don't know of any reported sightings or experience in the area, but I do know that over the years, there have been many car accidents on that road. I assume accidents are due to the poor conditions, but honestly, I have no idea. Then it says, note, I emailed the witness and kind of picked his brain about his encounter. So this is where the article comes from. This okay. is from the phantomsandmonsters.com. Yep. Um, and they're saying, I believe the Bigfoot may have been hunting the deer. The witness concurred with my thoughts, and he agrees that he thinks he was hunting the deer. The mountain is in Put- Putnam County, New York, mm-hmm. um, an area well known for Bigfoot activity, especially in the area around the New Newburgh, um, which is across the Hudson River. <gasps> I grew up in the Hudson River. Wow, I mean, what yeah, do you think? I mean, yeah, it sounds like he sounds saw like Bigfoot. A Bigfoot. Sounds Literally, like a Bigfoot. sounds like a Bigfoot. Yeah. Sounds like he saw a Bigfoot hunting deer. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah, I really believe that one. And especially if his boss is like a business, like cause some guys don't fuck around with that. And there are also people who would not say it because they know it makes them sound crazy. They're not going to admit that shit. What was it? That you were telling me that a bunch of businesses follow, the monarchy follow. Oh, like... Astrology. 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 They say billionaires... Millionaires don't follow astrology. Billionaires do. They do everything by the stars. So maybe they know something we don't. Well, they do know something we don't. A lot of things we don't. Yeah. But, yeah. But, like, my point being, businessmen, well-versed people in society still believe in this stuff. Yeah. thousand percent. But also, like, if you are a person who this has not been part of your belief, you see something you cannot explain, but you are still a person who respects your job and a, like, you are not willing to tell people about it, like, you would probably only confide in someone if they experienced something with you and been like, by the way, I've seen this before. But otherwise, he probably never would have told anyone his life because he's... Yeah. Just some people are like that. They're not going to go and tell the news that they, they don't want to be perceived because, as crazy. Yeah, especially when you have like a, you know, well-respected job. Yeah, but also just like some personalities, you know, they yeah. just wouldn't, they don't want to fuck with it. They're like. I would fuck with it. Well, no shit. That's why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> I think that's what we're actually doing. I think that's doing. what we're doing. I think that we're in the fuck around and, no, fuck around and find out phase. No, we're find just. Find out and yeah. No, we're in the fuck around phase. We're going to find out. Well, apparently we're, we're going to find out, guys. We're you want to find out with us? I don't. We're not there yet. Yeah. All right. All right. Last one? Last one. We're going to go with one. Meg's. So this is the alien abduction story of Linda Quartile. That is a pseudonym. Pseudonym? Pseudonym. Pseudonym. You're asking the wrong person. That I think we've established not this. Not her real name. You want to ask me questions about astrology and photography? I got you, but... Swedenim. English, Swedenim. not so much. I'm a good speller, but that's about it. It's a suede. How do you spell Swedenim? S-U-E-D? Nope. Oh. Already gone. Oh, well. Damn it. Apparently, I'm not a good speller, guys. <laughs> Mark that off the list. <laughs> I'm really good at photography, guys. Yeah. <laughs> So this is a uh, documented abduction, and it is it P.S. 
Well, oh, now I want to know. Well, you told me I'm wrong, but you don't even know how to spell it. That's right. P.S. Okay, so I was not too far off, but yeah. I just think Keep about going. P.S.U. Nope. P.S.W. No. P.S. What? Say it again. Suedonym. Suede? Suedonym. Is it a W? Nope. It's not a U. It's a E. So there's no W. Sated? Sated? There's no... You can't say... What? That doesn't make sense. Suedonym. Am I saying it wrong? You must be. P-S-E-U-D-O-N-Y-M. Suedonym. 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 Suede. I don't think there's a swa. I think there's a swa. I mean, maybe there's a swa. Is there a swa? Suedonym. S E is S E U? Then if it's S E U, then maybe there's pseudonym. a pseudonym. Pseudonym! Oh, it's a fucking pseudonym! <laughs> I don't know what a pseudonym is! Oh my, Lanta, someone, please. I'm usually really good at this part. You <laughs> are! This, this is literally your wheelhouse, okay? And I'm over here rambling on that I'm a good speller, and you're like, you're not. You're not pronouncing the pseudonym. word! Pseudonym! Pseudonym! I told you, after 8 o'clock, expect nothing from me. We just had to take, like, a 10-minute break. Plus, I'm, like, beating sweat. Yeah, it's so <laughs> hot. And then my eyeballs are being so dry. I'm struggling to read because my eyes are so dry. This isn't because of the lunatic soup, either. No. This is because it is after 8 p.m. And we're just recording because we want to make sure we have enough episodes so while we're on family vacations, we're not stressing about getting episodes out, you guys. Because literally, I'm gone next week, then you're gone the week after. Then I'm gone. No, then we have a real busy week. And then I'm gone again. And then you're gone again. That's wild. Pseudonym. Good times. <laughs> Pseudonym. Suedonym. I was like, God, I never heard that one. Continue. Continue. Squirrel. <laughs> right? That wasn't a squirrel, though. So this supposedly witnessed abduction of Linda occurred around 3.15 a.m. on November 30th, 1989. Okay. I was two years old. I was one. You're older than me. Remind me. <laughs> so the day after the incident, Linda reported this to Hopkins, who was kind of well-known in the UFO world, mm-hmm. that she saw a strange figure in her bedroom. The details came out of a hypnosis session held several, day- several days later. So she was hypnotized, and this all came out. She saw it in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about hypnotism? Um, I think it is accurate. I have some very strong feelings on hypnotism. In what way? I think it can be used very badly to put thoughts into people's head. I believe that, but I also believe that it works for a lot of things. Do you? Yeah, mm. I do. I've never been hypnotized, have you? Um, I mean, you know, the county fair and you go up on yeah, stage and there's no, all these people looking I, at you. So you do so the bark like a dog thing. Someone who was very close to me in my life did a hypnosis session and had some very interesting things come out in it. And I will say that after hearing their experience, it's hard to believe that it's not real. Interesting in a supernatural way? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll talk off off mm-hmm. air because that mm-hmm. makes this sound really important. Yeah. 
when we turn off these mics. Turn off these just mics. Just because I don't, it's, you know. No, it's someone else's it's story. Someone else's story it's but, someone else's story. Yeah, we don't yeah, need to tell that. Yeah, but I do, I believe that it is a, um, you're put in this, like, deep, deep meditative state, essentially. I don't know if I can get there. I'm too controlling. I So I have done hypnosis sessions where, like, I've bought them from people okay. to do like, more, they're more of a meditation in my opinion than it is an actual hypnosis. But some of them that I have done, they, if you let yourself like get deep into them, you can feel something. But I do believe that if you get into this state, your mind could be manipulated. I think if you have a certain mind, it can definitely be yeah. manipulated. I also, which yeah, if you let yourself, mm-hmm. um, you have to be open to it. But like I'm some people do it to like quit smoking, to quit you know, for like different things. Um, but I, I, but I do think that you can get things out of someone's brain that they either don't remember because their trauma blocked it out mm-hmm. or that is connected to maybe their higher self. Do you think that things can be implanted in people? A thousand percent. Like, yeah. Because, because and memories can be implanted in people who are hypnotized. I mean, I don't see why not. You can be made to do things. So why mm-hmm. could a memory not be implanted? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that all of that falls into it. Interesting. I think hypnosis could be really good or really bad. It just depends on who's doing it, why they're doing it, what's it for. Mm-hmm. You know. Anywho. Okay. Um, Linda said she was floated out of her window through a... <clears throat> Linda said she was floated out through the closed window of her high-rise apartment and into a brightly lit UFO hovering outside. I imagine the window was opened. I imagine the window opened and she floated out. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're already dealing with a lot of, is this real? But also, can an alien thing not make a portal? I've never met one. Me either, but I'm just saying we believe in that like why could that not be a thing their energy created a portal to float her through could be because she said she went through a window yeah she said that she floated out through the closed window yeah of her high-rise apartment and into a brightly lit ufo i'm saying you're saying yes it could have been opened but if she's specifically saying it was a closed window like could it not have been like these alien technology like we don't understand it it is not our technology. Why couldn't they make something you could float through? I mean, maybe it is our technology. Maybe we're just not at the higher technology. Right, exactly. Yet because I feel like all of our technology is there. Extraterrestrial right, right. technology. But anyways, let's go with a. They created some sort of a. A portal. A portal of sorts. And she went through the wall. Yeah, went through the wall. Window. Like a ghosty. Mm hmm. hmm. She claimed that when she went on board, yet again. She was subjected to medical experimentation. Shocker. I believe there is a common thing. We we haven't said the word that you always think of when you think of alien abductions. What is it? Really? No. My, my brain's slow. I'm tired. <laughs> Probe? Oh! <laughs> Sorry, my husband's not here. He would have said it for us. He would have known. He would have known. Yeah, probing. You do wonder, do all of these involve that? Is that, like, actually, like, a common thing? I don't like it. I don't I don't. Or was it something that, like, happened once and then people just, like, ran with it? Or was it just something that people 
I, I, you know what? Not my wheelhouse. I'm not. You, you mean you don't want to research anal probing, Mig? <laughs> I want to research a lot of things. You're you, going you to take imagine? that and you're going to put that on TikTok. Can you imagine like you're sitting down researching anal probing and your husband walks up and he's like, uh, excuse me, miss. I mean, already I am in trouble if anybody looks at my search history because of this. <laughs> I can swear I'm just trying to figure out if the aliens really anally probe people. <laughs> so if anyone wants to do that research for us, no, that'd be great. Give us cliff notes. Yeah, we just want the cliff notes. I don't want the, we don't need the things, but like, is it a common thing? Does it happen to everybody? Do they just say they're medically examined and no one wants to actually say that they're anally probed? Yeah, but I feel like that is common. It is common. I don't know. I don't know. Pseudonym. <laughs> Pseudonym. There she is. All right, let's go. <clears throat> Linda also reported that she was shown her future. Ooh. That's something we haven't heard yet. Yeah. Um, she told Hopkins, who she's telling this story to, that they talked to her and exchange, had a verbal exchange in their, the alien's native tongue, and somehow she understood it. That's what I'm saying is they do it like telepathically. Like they make it so that your brain understands what they're, I mean, telepathically, I guess, is brain to brain, but they do, but I've heard mul like multiple ways. They yeah. either, they don't speak, but they're able to communicate with you in your head or this, they make it so you just somehow understand what the hell they're saying, even though you yes. have no idea what they're speaking. She did, like, write down verbatim what they said. It was, like, no cov, no cov, no bayeg, no cov. I mean, that's what it says. You can't translate? No, I can't. Oh, dang it. You can do a lot of things. You can't translate alien? Watch, they're going to come get me now because I Stop, said it Stop, don't. <laughs> Megan. You're driving me home. I'm not driving you home. Oh my God, now you're going to leave me out. You at least get to go home to a house full of people. My husband's not here. I'm by myself. I just got Jandis. Jandis out there. Jandice. Is the only thing that's going to protect me. She's not going to protect you. Oh, good Lord. I'm going to die. <laughs> They're going to come for me now you're in my house. I'm going to get anally probed. <laughs> I just drooled on myself. We were being too calm. I had to, I had to mess it up. It. You're welcome. Where was I? Who knows? <clears throat> you spoke it out loud. You basically did a witch spell out loud for the aliens to come get you. Meg. Raina. I need a salt circle around a stat. <laughs> because this story was otherwise so typical, so typical, Hopkins filed Linda's story away where it was, quote, nearly forgotten in the torrent of subsequent cases that he received. Then in February 1991, he received a letter signed by two men who used only their first names, Richard and Dan, also pseudonyms. <laughs> Good job. You did it. I'm proud of you. I know what the word is, guys. You got it. They claim to be police officers uh, who witnessed Linda's abduction from their police car, which had stalled near the Brooklyn Bridge, which is where her apartment building was. Mm -hmm. 
Richard and Dan stated that they, they did not know if Linda was still alive, and they felt they had to contact someone to relate their experience from 15 months before. Richard and Dan later contacted Linda at her apartment without needing instructions from Hopkins to know how to reach her. So they found her. Yeah. And they contacted her. After Hopkins and Linda, they both went to the police department to check if they were actually police officers. Uh, They found out that they weren't. Richard and Dan um, admitted that they were actually security officers who had been guarding a VIP And that the VIP also observed the abduction. And they wouldn't state who the VIP was. Interesting. The story develops later that all three of these men um, were kidnapped as well and transported to a beach where they watched Linda, who had been abducted. um, And the aliens had identified her as the Lady of the Sands. And they were digging sand samples together with the aliens. This is getting weird. What the hell? Right? Keep up. I'm trying. Uh, Richards claimed that he and Dan had to, that, that they were digging the sand so furiously that it got on their car of the VIP. Okay. And they had to brush it off of the car of the VIP. Okay. But they still haven't said who this VIP was. Interesting. Um, While they refused to identify the VIP... They kind of found out that the third man was allegedly Javier Perez de Cruller, um, then the Security General of the United Nations. Whoa. There's no proof of that, but that's what they're suspecting. What they're suspecting. It should come as no surprise that neither the former Security General nor the United Nations has had any memory of his car having stalled at this location when this took place. Much less an alien kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Because remember they said they were kidnapped and brought to mm-hmm. the beach. Mm-hmm. So it, they didn't say it, but allegedly it was the aliens who kidnapped them. Okay. Other witnesses soon followed. Several months after Richard and Dan's first letter, um, a Janet Kimball, also a what now? Pseudonym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wrote to Hopkins saying that she too observed the abduction from her car along with many others who all stalled on the Brooklyn Bridge. So all these cars stalled on the Brooklyn Bridge when this took place. I mean. In her letter to Hopkins, Janet described that other people on the bridge were screaming in terror at the sight of the UFO. This was followed in 1993 by telephone conversations with a man named Frank Turner. This was his real name. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank God. <laughs> who had been researching the then public Lib- Linda case and whose aunt, Kathy Turner, claimed to have seen a bright red UFO over a building in New York, but did not see the abduction. Kathy Turner could not remember the exact year or month she saw the UFO, only that it was after 1988, or exactly what bridge she was on when she saw it. In fact, even Hopkins admits that her first guess that it was that she was on the Brooklyn Bridge, but facing the wrong direction. So she's oh. probably not very credible. Yeah. After this, Linda kept making corrections to her story. Okay. Lots of corrections to her story. Things kept changing. The dates kept changing. The years kept changing. So after all of that, well, this did come out in various books and various different mm-hmm. things. 
And it is pretty well documented to what her first story said. And she did pass a lie detector test. Her story kept changing. Yeah. Over the years. So there's, you know, we don't know for sure if her story is true or not. Yeah. But the fact that it kept changing, because these other ones, their story never changed. Right. And I feel like that's way, obviously. I mean, if you watch any or listen to any murder shows, it's like one of the first things when a suspect starts changing the story, they're like, you're a liar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. But also, what like, do you think? trauma. I don't know. There, I feel like... You know, what if something else horrible happened to her and this mm-hmm. is just what she put it into? It is, though, weird that other people come forward. Like, would she just, like, get everybody else on her... Or maybe she was gaining traction in this and other people wanted to be a part of it. Oh, yeah, I was there. I was there that time, that yeah, night. Could have I been. saw this. Yeah, it could have been. But also, why? Like, why? It, does, it doesn't do anything for you. Like, there's no benefit other than people thinking you're crazy. True. I think. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know if I, be- I believe this one. It's yeah. well documented. There's lots of books about it. This could also be probably a whole other... Uh, episode yeah because there there is a lot to it i just kind of yeah you cliff noted it i cliff noted it i appreciate that yeah i love the pseudonyms in it too you did really good i'm so proud of you pseudonyms pseudonyms all the so pseudonyms i was like god i really know i know the word okay i I know know you know word i know you know it is after 8 p.m you guys, we don't function after 8 p.m. It's after 10 p.m. now. No, it's literally 10.05. 10.06. Just turned 10.06. Well, and with that, we're going to say um, we love you guys. This was a chiller episode, but also fun to hear these stories. Like, we're going to do more of these. So if you yeah. have, like, a topic that you want to go, we'll just, or if you know of a certain story, send it in. But also, we'll just go to Reddit and start looking up some haunted stories, some other cryptid stories of, like, actual encounters. And we'll do this maybe once a month where we go into encounters that other people have had, if it's received well. So let us know what you guys think of this. Do you like it? Do you not? Do you want to keep it on our day, our week, weekly monthly. rotation, monthly rotation? Or I did. I briefly looked up on Reddit, and there's a bunch of, like, fairy encounters yeah and i do like think this could be a fun sort of like where we do some ones that are not a full episode but oh, are the wild weird and unknown you guys the wild weird and unknown i think that's what we do Mick. is it i think so really the wild weird and unknown what episode are we on now like 15 16 well 17? Wait, i don't know when this is airing so i don't know either maybe 20 by now yeah nobody knows. maybe in real life, we have recorded uh, so many I don't even know, but we're only on airing this week will be episode 14, 14. so. Well, because we have so many things going on. Mm-hmm. So we need to make sure we have. We're busy bitches. Busy bitches. Sure. You're not a busy bitch. I mean, yeah. Okay, I'm well then. Mother. Well, duh, then mothering, we're also no. doing a million other things on top of a podcast. Really? Yes. Like, life. Life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ish. Maybe. Anyways. Find us on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Lunatic Soup Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. YouTube. Did you do it? Facebook. Dang. And we're on Facebook. Our website, lunaticsouppodcast.com, where you can buy our super sweet merchandise, including your own personalized sour slut cup. It is cool. They're pretty cool. You can, it's got, mine's got a little witch hat on it. Yeah, I got it. These are our own personal ones, but we might have to uh, mm-hmm. get one of these in the store for the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and also some pretty cute clothes on there. I'm not going to lie. I rock my lunatic soup stuff all the time. I have a hat. Mm-hmm. It's that's very got a, cute. 
I'm not on right now. I just pointed to my head like I, it was on my head. I got it's a couple cute crew necks, and I'm not mad about them. I wear them all the time, and I feel pretty flashy. We are approximately eight weeks away from spooky season. But by the time cool this season, airs, it's going to be a be lot, lot closer. closer than that. So we need some sweatshirts, some hoodies. Yep. So get yourself a lunatic suit. Beanies. Yeah. Oh, I got to get those added to the storefront. That'll be good. I'm sorry about this episode. For what? I don't know. Because you said pseudonym? Yeah. Wrong? I'm going to beat myself up over that for so long. <laughs> no one cares. Pseudonym. 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 It makes you feel more human, Meg. Enjoy it. I know the word. We know you do. And I love you for it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go get yourself a lunatic soup if you haven't had one already. Not while you're driving? Not while you're driving. Obviously. Obviously. But uh, you guys have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.